T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Boiling point. Looting and civil unrest just miles from the scene of George Floyd's death and the shocking investigation. It was an accident. This appears to me that this was an accidental discharge. And the other police-involved incident causing an uproar. What's going on? Uproar over the Army lieutenant serving his country pepper sprayed. Hold on. Then... Prince Harry's secret flight home as pregnant Meghan stays behind. But will he stand shoulder to shoulder with his brother at the funeral? And the return of the talk after all that drama. It's time for an episode of the talk that will be unlike any other we've had before. Plus, COVID cough payback outrage. I think I'll get real close to you and cough on you. Wait till you hear who she coughed all over. <coughs> then... What she says it's like to date a guy from a sugar daddy dating site like Seeking Arrangement, just like Congressman Matt Gates allegedly used. The most I've been offered at a time was 10000 And say yes to the $43 wedding dress. You cannot beat the price. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello and thanks for joining us. I'm Mary Calvi in today for Deborah. The trial of the former police officer accused in the death of George Floyd was thrown into turmoil today following civil unrest that broke out in a nearby suburb of Minneapolis. The street violence came after a controversial police shooting death of a young black man in a car that the police chief now says was an accident. Stephen Fabian has the latest. A night of violence and looting outside Minneapolis after a 20-year-old black man was shot dead during a traffic stop. In just-released body cam video, Dante Wright is shot by a senior female police officer as he tries to drive away, all while being arrested on an outstanding warrant. He crashed several blocks away. It's my belief that the officer had the intention to deploy their taser, but instead shot Mr. Wright with a single bullet. This appears to me, from what I viewed and the officer's reaction and distress immediately after, that this was an accidental discharge. There was raw emotion at the scene of the shooting. The dead man's two-year-old son, Dante Jr., was held up to the crowd by a family member. Angry protesters jumped on top of police cars in Brooklyn Center, Minneapolis, until cops moved in to disperse them. His mother said Wright called to tell her he was pulled over because he had an air freshener hanging from a rearview mirror. A minute later, I called and his girlfriend answered, which was the passenger in the car, and said that he'd been shot. He was only 20 years old and he didn't deserve to be shot and killed like this. Crowds laid siege to a police precinct and looted dozens of stores until the National Guard was called in and a curfew imposed. President Biden spoke out about the shooting today. The anger, pain, and trauma that exists in the black community 
in that environment is real. It's serious and it's consequential. But it doesn't, will not justify violence and or looting. The violence erupted with the city already on edge over the trial of Derek Chauvin, the ex-cop accused of murdering George Floyd. This couldn't have happened at a worse time. We recognize that this is happening at a time when our community, when all of America, indeed all of the, the world, is watching. Chauvin's defense attorney said he's afraid last night's unrest will pressure jurors into returning a guilty verdict. The emotional response that that case creates sets the stage for a jury to say, I'm not going to vote not guilty because I'm concerned about the outcome. He asked for them to be sequestered, kept at a secure location for the rest of the trial. One juror lives in the neighborhood where the violence erupted, but the judge ruled that sequestering the jury could only serve to frighten them. The games of all professional sports teams in Minnesota were canceled today and a 7 p.m. curfew was declared in several counties. The situation in Minnesota comes on the heels of another police traffic stop, which has also led to a storm of controversy after an Army lieutenant was pepper sprayed. Here's Jim Murray. Chaos is about to erupt. The driver is a lieutenant in the U.S. Army. Keep your hands outside the window. My hands are right here. What's going on? He was stopped for not having a rear license plate on his new SUV, but you can see he had a temporary plate in the window. I'm honestly afraid to get out. Yeah, dude, you should be. Get out. He is told repeatedly to get out of the SUV. Get out of the car. Get out of the car now. Get out. Second Lieutenant Karen Nazario can't believe what's happening. I'm actively serving this country, and this is how you're going to treat me. Police will tell you even routine traffic stops keep them on edge because they can sometimes be so unpredictable. You never know what will happen. What happened next was shocking. Suddenly, the lieutenant is pepper sprayed. He gets out, wincing in pain, and is forced to the ground. Why am I being treated like this? Why? Because you're not cooperating. Get on the ground. The police officer said it was considered a high-risk stop because he thought the SUV driver was eluding police. The Army officer says he was just driving to a well-lit area. He did absolutely nothing wrong. Tom Roberts is the Army lieutenant's lawyer. Lieutenant Nazario obeyed one command keep your hands outside of the window. He tried to de-escalate. He tried to find out what was going on. Now the officer who fired off the pepper spray has been fired. We asked retired LAPD Sergeant Cheryl Dorsey to analyze the video. It just makes sense, man, woman, or child, to put yourself in a well-lit area so that officers can see you, you can see the officers. A debate is now raging about whether the Army lieutenant should have behaved differently. I encourage you not to ask any questions of a police officer given the times that we live in. You'll find out why you were stopped, hopefully at some point during that detention. But just listen to the officer's directives and obey them as best you can. I'm sure a lot of people look at that and they say, hey, look, if he just gotten out, he wouldn't have gotten in any trouble. But you have a lot of people like me. I understand 100 percent why he was afraid, even as a, even as an active serving military person in uniform, was literally afraid to get out of that car without more assurance and what happened to him, you know, was despicable. Get out the car! Get out now! 
The lieutenant has filed a civil lawsuit against the two Windsor, Virginia Police Department officers. The eyes of the world are on Prince Harry today after he flew back to Britain to attend the funeral of his grandfather, Prince Philip, while his pregnant wife, Meghan Markle, stayed behind in California. Now we're learning new information on whether Harry and his estranged brother, William, will stand shoulder to shoulder at the funeral. Can William and Harry put aside the bad blood over that Oprah interview and stand shoulder to shoulder at their grandfather's funeral? Harry arrived in London Sunday on board a British Airways flight and was driven directly to Windsor Castle, where his grandfather Philip is lying in repose. He's staying at Frogmore Cottage, the home he and Meghan shared before they left royal life and moved to America. Meghan remained behind in California. She's seven months pregnant, but according to one published report, Meghan decided not to go because she didn't want to be the center of attention. Charlie Langston is an editor at the Daily Mail. She knows that people are going to be watching her like a hawk, not only to see how she behaves when she gets back to the UK, but how other members of the royal family interact with her, who she would sit next to at the funeral, and so on and so forth. And she just thinks that right now the best thing for her to do is to keep her distance. But obstetrician Dr. Jessica Shepard says it was safer for Megan to stay at home. She is older and over the age of 35, which carries significant consideration in pregnancy. As well as recently having suffered a miscarriage, there can be anxiety or emotional aspect when considering travel during this pregnancy. Harry paid tribute to his grandfather today with a heartfelt statement. Megan, Archie and I, as well as your future great-granddaughter, will always hold a special place for you in our hearts. Philip's funeral will be small. Just 30 people will be in attendance at St. George's Chapel, the church where Megan and Harry were married. We spoke to CBS foreign correspondent Holly Williams from Windsor today. It's possible the funeral itself and perhaps Megan's absence um, will give Harry a chance to work things out for his family, but it's, it's pure speculation at this point. It's going to be televised, though, um, so we'll, we'll get to see, to a certain extent, what interaction at the funeral there is between Prince Harry and his brother, Prince William. Here's an interesting historical fact. Prince Philip will be buried in the same royal vault where Henry VIII is buried. The talk returned today for the first time in four weeks without Sharon Osbourne following that dust up on the set. And it was a very different talk show from what we're used to watching, at least for today. The talk returned today after a month-long hiatus. It's time for an episode of The Talk that will be unlike any other we've had before. The show went dark following the March 10th argument between Sharon Osbourne and Cheryl Underwood. Educate me. Tell me when you have heard him say racist things. It was later announced that Sharon Osbourne would not be returning to the daytime talk show. During our break, Sharon decided to leave the talk. We need to process the events of that day and what happened since so we can get to the healing. Cheryl Underwood addressed the situation today. What was most striking was told, don't you cry. Well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not tearing up because you've hurt me or I want some sympathy. I'm tearing up because I have to restrain that. Because if I had responded, then I would have been the angry black woman. And I think I'm talking to my friend, somebody I can trust. Co-host Elaine Welteroff remembered trying to keep her cool. We had to stay composed in that situation, even in the face of someone who was A, not listening, and B, who went off the rails into disrespect. 
Elizabeth Wagmeister is a senior correspondent at Variety. And by having Cheryl at the forefront of this issue, that really signals that the executives and that the producers at the top are all really rallying behind Cheryl, who of course was the one who was really embroiled head on with Sharon Osbourne. We must have this conversation, no matter how uncomfortable. The talk has been on the air since 2010. Sharon Osbourne had been the only remaining original co-host. It was video that sparked outrage. A woman absolutely refusing to wear a mask, coughing right in the face of another shopper who was filming her. Now, as Amber Cogliano reports, the woman is learning her punishment. Locked up, the woman refusing to wear a mask and deliberately coughing on another shopper who was filming her is going to jail. I think I'll get real close to you and cough on you then. How's that? <coughs> the shocking video went viral last June. 53-year-old Deborah Hunter has just pleaded guilty to misdemeanor assault and appeared via Zoom for her sentencing hearing. The remorse that I have and the guilt that I have that has occurred from that one very poor decision. The victim of the fake coughing fit also spoke out in the Jacksonville, Florida courtroom. I was stunned in the moment and increasingly fearful in the aftermath. It turns out that Heather Sprague is battling a brain tumor. She is a mom of 10, four of whom are adopted and suffer from weak immune systems. The judge sentenced the coughing woman to 30 days in jail. She will also have to attend anger management courses. I think I'll get real close to you and cough on you then. How's that? And this bride is saying I do to getting the vaccine. Sarah Studley had to significantly scale down her wedding last year due to the pandemic, but she celebrated finally receiving her shot by wearing her beautiful white dress to the appointment. The bride tells us that getting her COVID vaccination was the closest to a party she has gone to in many months. And romance is definitely in the air. You may have seen the viral video of a young man who was shopping for an engagement ring only to have Shaquille O'Neal step in and pay for it. Well, only Inside Edition was there when the young man got down on bended knee and made it official. Social media went nuts when Shaquille O'Neal stepped up to help this guy pay for his girlfriend's engagement ring. Shaq happened to be shopping at the same Zales jewelry store in Atlanta when he overheard Dalton Davis discussing payment options for the engagement ring he was thinking of buying. So the good-hearted former basketball great handed over his credit card and paid for the ring himself. I appreciate it. Fast forward five days later and Inside Edition was there for Dalton's big moment, proposing to his girlfriend of six years, the love of his life, Hannah. Will you marry me? Yes. Surprise, the entire family showed up to celebrate. And get this, somehow Hannah never saw that viral video of Shaq buying her ring. So we showed her. How? How, how did that happen? Dalton says he was hesitant to accept Shaq's generous offer. I tried turning him down saying I couldn't accept the offer. And he insisted and that's just a really big guy to say no to. <laughs> The happy couple say Shaq is at the top of their wedding invite list. I would love for Shaq to be invited to our wedding. Thank, Thank you, Shaq. Shaq.
Oh, congratulations. Shaq is known for his generosity to total strangers. By the way, according to published reports, he's worth an estimated $400 million. Next, what she says it's like to date a guy from a sugar daddy dating site like Seeking Arrangement. Just like Congressman Matt Gates allegedly used. The most I've been offered at a time was 10000 And say yes to the $43 wedding dress. You cannot beat the price. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Seeking Arrangement is the controversial dating site some say is meant for so-called sugar daddies. It was allegedly one of the sites used by Congressman Matt Gates to meet young women, an allegation he has denied. So what's it like to be on Seeking Arrangement? We spoke to one woman who says she knows. Amber Cagliano has this exclusive look. This woman says she was 18 years old when she joined the dating website Seeking Arrangement. These daddies provide some sort of gift compensation. Svet showed us her Seeking Arrangement profile, which includes lots of sexy photos. She also shared this communication from a sugar daddy who made Svet this offer. My previous arrangement was around 9K a month, but I can make it 10K. Has any man ever offered you money to have sex with you through this site? Yeah, so that's pretty much somewhat of the dynamic of the website. It's pretty much physicality in exchange for some sort of cash or allowance. Svet says she made $30,000 meeting sugar daddies through the website. She says she is not surprised that Congressman Matt Gates is being investigated for allegedly using a website like Seeking Arrangement, an allegation he denies. Every man that I've encountered was at least twice my age. The website insists it's a dating site like any other and illegal behavior is not permitted. Over the weekend, a defiant Gates and his fiancée, Ginger Lucky, appeared together at a conservative women's group conference held at the Trump golf course in Miami. The smears against me range from distortions of my personal life to wild, and I mean wild, conspiracy theories. Seeking Arrangement claims to have 20 million members. Still to come, say yes to the $43 wedding dress. You cannot beat the price. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. 
Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. With COVID restrictions being loosened around the country, wedding season is about to bloom again. Now get ready for this, the $43 wedding dress. It's the wedding dress that makes a bride feel like a princess, but only costs $43. Brides are going bananas for this pretty gown. You can even buy it on Amazon. I actually looked in the mirror. I was like, I feel like a bride. I tried it on and it it fit perfect. Raquel Alamudi scaled back her wedding plans because of COVID, so she needed a simple dress. When it came, my husband saw me and he was like, you look like you look like a like a bride and then we called my mom on FaceTime and she was like, I love this one so much better than the other one. Raquel added a glitzy belt to her gown. She also loved one particular feature. The way it cinches in your waist. Katie Greco was skeptical at first. After all, the average price of a wedding gown is fifteen hundred dollars. I told my husband, I'm like, you think I should order this? He's like, go ahead, I think it'll look great on you. She also likes how it works for her body. I think it fits a lot better with my body since I'm a mom. We're seeing a ton of the off the shoulder look. Wedding planner Caitlin Donaldson says the dress is perfect in several ways, as she showed reporter Allison Hall, who is getting married next year. I also love this mermaid fit and then the flare at the bottom. It's super complimentary to a lot of body types. It hugs you in the right places and ultimately just looks really beautiful in photos. Don't second guess it, buy it. So pretty. Next, surprising grandpa. Finally today, big surprise at the diner. This grandpa is about to get a special of the day that is not on the menu. (laughs) It's his grandson who flew 800 miles to surprise him at a local restaurant in Florida. Hugs and tears of joy. Gotta be the best lunch ever. That's for sure. We'll see you next time. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcast starting May 8th. Access episodes early and ad-free with 48 Hours Plus on Apple Podcasts starting May 1st.